Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome, wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice of American Business Network channel, and Business Buzz is brought to you today by On Fire Processing, where there is no burn, just earn. Well, I don't know about you, but you're a small business out there today, you get that statement from your merchant processor, you think you need to go get a course in hieroglyphics to be able to get through those four pages, to find out exactly what that factor is that they're trying charging you on your gross sales, I'll tell you something, when I found out it was higher than I ever imagined, so I moved my business over to On Fire Processing at 833-866-3473. That's 833-866-3473. You want to back blacken your bottom line, you need to pick up that phone and call them today. If you want to reach me, toll free, our show number is toll free, 877 number three, N O W B U Z, or go to my show host webpage, which is businessbuzz.com, spelled B I Z N E S S B U Z Z dot com. Well, shout out to our charity up there in the city of Spokane, Washington, Whitewater Ministries, Chaplain Joseph Havens. I know you're out there listening. You've got a move out there called Cookies to Cops. That's spelled exactly how it stands. Sounds the name cookies T O C O P S, and he's out there handing dozens and dozens and dozens of cookies to your first responders, your men and women in blue that defend your businesses on a daily basis. So, you need to get with cookies to cops today so you can find out how you can become a part of the community and bless those first responders that are protecting your business. Also, shout out to my sponsor, Let Tip. L-E-T-I-P.com. Listen, if you're a business out there, you understand the value of word of mouth advertising. You also understand the value of a referral. But do you know the value of endorsed merchant referral? Well, boy, I'll tell you, if you want to find out, you need to get with Letip. L-E-T-I-P.com. Pay attention to the 30-second radio spot we've got on here for commercial, and you're going to find out all about how to make your business special. You know, I'll tell you right now, the show that I've got for you today, I interrupted the roster to put this together. I've had Soul Train alumni on this show. Two weeks ago, I had Paul Anka. We've kind of covered fashion with Kivon, the king of fashion. But today, we're going to talk about an icon in the world of Hollywood who recently passed on July the 5th, 2021. His name was Richard Donner. And today, I've got a very special guest with me who followed Richard Donner. His name is Basil Moore. Basil is a motion picture technology consultant. He's a film director, a screenplay writer, a film editor, a sound engineer, classically trained film composer, conductor, and a music producer. 
Basil Moore has worked with Oscar winners such as Julian Fellows, Joseph Yannis, Ken Russell, Cayman Catherine, Came, I'm sorry, Cayman Catherine Bailey, Clive Brill, Steve Winwood, Ilya Salkind, and Richard Harris. An unforgettable experience with director Ken Russell on a satirical dramatization, motion picture of the life of Oon Geller stirred Basil towards a niche in the art of film scoring. Exploration thus led Basil Moore from the straight-edge documentary stylings to the apocal ventures of feature filmmaking to perfect style and explore the limits of avant-garde asceticism. Moore undertook over 50 TV commercials in a five-year period. By the time he launched into his young Alexander the Great, Basil had produced over 100 projects. His work is provocative and enticing. Just the mix of the industry's been missing. Out of his childhood years and his obsession with cosmology, Basil has written a powerful action drama film about Albert Einstein. Out of the extensive scientific research on Einstein, Basil was inspired to create a kind of a continuation of his previous work embodied in a new film named Planet Glissier. A powerful, intriguing vision that inspired the producer of Superman film franchises, Mr. Ilya Salkind, and the producer of Lethal Weapon film franchise, Mr. Steve Perry. Basil Moore, you are an absolute icon in the making in the Hollywood space. Welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you so much for having me. Basil, and, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, we got a sad tear, you know, in Hollywood 11 days ago. You had a tremendous, tremendous talent pass from this world. You kind of mentioned to me that you kind of followed his career a little bit. Can you kind of expound on that for us of, of how you basically, you know, viewed uh, Richard, you know, in your life? Richard Donner is an incredible, uh, influential icon in Hollywood. He had such an incredible impact on so many people uh, just by through the, the, the most groundbreaking movies that he's ever made. I mean, his movies influenced generations. He transcended generational fads. Uh, movies like The Omen set the tone for uh, the horror film genre. I mean, horror films prior to Donner, prior to The Omen, were completely different. Where uh, he, he was able to uh, pinpoint with great accuracy how um, horror and suspense can survive the Alfred Hitchcock style, which was all about thriller and suspense in, a, in an era where uh, America was uh, experiencing the golden age, experiencing, uh, you know, uh, lavish lifestyles. He took uh, what Alfred Hitchcock had set up and took it to the next generation so that it's absorbable and digestible by the, the normal you and me. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock was kind of a little bit uh, of a, a snob. He, you, you know, he, he could sense from his movies that everybody was well-dressed. Everybody was, you know, there was so much money that, and, and attention spent on how everybody was looking. Uh, and and uh, there was a class distinction in, in Alfred Hitchcock movies. The Omen proved th that horror film and thriller films can transcend class can, can, can transcend a socioeconomic uh, divide. And it, he took it to a, a new height. The audiences uh, that followed The Omen have been watching The Omen for over 35 years. 
It's absolutely incredible. And of course, he was credited 35 years later when they did the remake of The Omen. Right after The Omen, he broke all the uh, predisposed conceptions about visual effects and sci-fi by making the first ever comic book film and the most successful franchise in the history of Hollywood, which was, of course, Superman. I mean, with uh, Ilya Salkind and the Salkinds, Alexander Salkind and Ilya Salkind, um, uh, together, obviously, uh, thinking up the, the concept of having a comic book turned into a film, Richard Donner was an, an incredible catalyst to making that vision come to fruition. So I don't, I don't have to say, but Superman broke so many grounds um, in motion picture and on the visual, visual effects level, practical effects level, costumes, uh, script treatments. And uh, when um, sci-fi was all about uh, stringent um, Mars aliens coming to Earth and, and, and that, that was what was going on right before Superman. And, uh, you know, Star Wars had just come out, so that had broken the, the star genre, the, the uh, space genre, but there was nothing about superheroes other than the TV shows like Batman and Superman that weren't really visual effects uh, rich. There were uh, kind of, uh, you know, story-driven, but they were weak in many ways because they were based solely on the interpretations of those that were directing uh, TV episodes from a comic book. But Donner took this to a whole complete new level. He really opened the door for Warner Brothers and uh, what we call today Marvel to, to be what they are. Without him, we wouldn't have been here talking about him today. Wow. You know, Basil, what's interesting is you and I are a couple of generations removed, right? Because I'm a baby boomer. You know, I'm going to be 70 years old next year. But I took a look at the IMBD on Richard Donner, and I took a look at all the television shows he was involved in, right? Route 66, Wanted Dead or Alive, Twilight Zone, Gilligan's Island. I mean, I grew up with this guy, you know? Oh, so yeah. It, it, yeah, it's kind of interesting that way. But, you know, the one thing that I really intrigued me when I look in, and I kind of dug into Superman a little bit, you know, you take a look at the guy who played Superman, right? Way back when it was George Reeves with an S, right? And now here comes along Christopher, Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah Christopher. one S. I mean, that's got to be <laughs> trivia city, you know, and the fact Absolutely. that they had the last name. Absolutely. Christopher Reeves was an incredible uh, choice. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, I guess, a, a joint choice between the Salkines and, and Donner. Um, I don't know the exact nuances, but I think um, Christopher Reeves was the only Superman that influenced generations upon generations. He embodied the, the personality and the morality that was um, portrayed through how he is, uh, you know, um, uh, impacting society in such an incredibly positive, moral, high standard way. Uh, Christopher Reeves was the embodiment of that. It was just incredible. It was incredible. You know, Basil, you now are a producer and director, right? So you're going to be stepping into big shoes, you know, left behind. I mean, there's been a lot of producers and directors that have left this world recently. Let me ask you a question. What got you into motion pictures originally? When I was of uh, uh, my early years of childhood, I was so much into um, 
the stars and and looking up in the sky and looking at the planets and trying to understand things and um i was uh, so intrigued by the immensity of everything i i at an early age i think around eight uh nine ten somewhere around there i got the concept that these dots were millions of times bigger than earth that really uh pushed me to grab something with a lens so i got a telescope and then i needed to understand at an early age what would a lens uh, uh, what does lenses do? I mean, like, what is a lens? I was like, how could you look at something so tiny and then it gets bigger just because you look through something, you know? Um, so lenses intrigued me and lenses are in all cameras. So telescopes led to cameras, cameras led to filmmaking, and of course, visual effects. You know, Basil, you mentioned to me you know, when we had our call about a week ago, that you've developed a technology, right? I mean, you, you're standing on your own right now in the Hollywood space. Hollywood obviously has been shut down through this pandemic for almost two years. You've got Regal in bankruptcy. You've got AMC that just tried to do a capital raise of $25 million to stay alive. So it's not just coming back up in production. You're going to have to ha find a place to have this film light, right? So you mentioned to me that you've come up with some kind of a twist, right, in technology that's going to cut operational costs in the Hollywood space. Tell us about that. Frank, listen, the Hollywood has been uh, plagued by uh, rising costs um, of labor and the red tape um, with uh, all the contracts with the unions. And I don't want, I mean, it's a very political subject I don't want to really get into, but it is a very, very uh, big subject. Saving money in Hollywood is the name of the game. And uh, this technology uh, will definitely uh, affect motion picture, just like when celluloid was weaned out of the filmmaking process and digital came in to replace it and make it cheaper and a higher quality. This new technology will even make it even more accessible to new filmmakers, young filmmakers, to be able to make movies on their laptops that could make $100 million. Basil, without violating intellectual property, which I would never do, okay, with the business background I've got, okay, let me, just a little piece. What is it that you've got that nobody else thought of? Well, I, I can't claim that nobody else has ever thought of it, but it is, I mean, obviously, uh, if I were to be filing a patent right now, it would be uh, a modification on existing patents. And the, um, uh, you know, nothing can be done without a computer. So a computer isn't my own invention. So it does use a computer. It does use software. It does use uh, some form of a capture technology. Um, and obviously, a camera in your hands would have a sensor that, that has lateral um, and longitudinal uh, or horizontal and vertical lines. It's a two-dimensional sensor. Uh, and that is confining because you're only you're trying to scan something that's it's in three dimensions with a two-dimensional sensor i got rid of that so now you're able to scan uh, and capture movement in three-dimensional space freeing yourself from pixels and the limitations of what we call today uh motion photographs or captured samples of reality basil when you said you were a techie 
you were not exaggerating, okay? I'll tell you what, the only way I'm going to be able to understand what you just said to me is send me a PowerPoint, okay, after the show. Sure. Listen, we're going to move to a quick break right now. I'm on with Basil Moore, who was a follower of Richard Donner, who's left this world, but he's left behind opportunity for guys like Basil Moore. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Kellering, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you by MillionaireMindset.life forward slash death to wealth. Boy, I know that's a lot to get out of my mouth. You want to shorten it up, go to my show host webpage or my website and click on that banner because if you want to learn how to get out of debt, everything from your mortgage all the way down to your credit cards and all points in between, you need to get with millionairemindset.life forward slash debt to wealth today and get on their proprietary software program. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to be back in two and two after my advertisers get out their message and we're going to bring back more buzz for your business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, on fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. 
Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, we're back live on Business Buzz. I've got my incredible guest, Basil Moore, with me today, Hollywood producer and director. And we're joined by one of his colleagues, Carol Joyce. Carol Joyce has over 30 years experience in the film industry. After graduating Brooks Institute of Photography, she worked with Hayam Savan of Savan Entertainment and Edgar Sharit, former president of Fox developing network shows. She's an award-winning filmmaker for her documentary, Survivors, a commercial photographer. She shot major campaigns for propaganda films, LA Metro, and Fujifilm. As a television producer, Carol has overseen the production of more than 150 shows for cable television, including Health Styles. Guests included Deepak Chopra and Dr. Andrew Weil. Currently, she's a creative producer from the Players Network. Carol Joyce, welcome to Business Buzz. Hi, how are you doing today? Thank you so much. So great to be joining you. (laughs) So right now, um, I've been focusing on uh, my family nonprofit, which I do with my mother, which is called From the Heart Productions. And From the Heart Productions is a 501c3 that we've had for over 29 years, where we are not, we were the first nonprofit to make filmmaking a nonprofit and an art. I mean, back in the days before we came out with this, people would donate to uh, painters or dancers or artists. And uh, my mother one day woke up thinking, well, filmmaking is an art. Why can't we have a nonprofit for filmmaking? So we were the first people out there before anybody else to create a nonprofit for filmmaking. So our mission in life is to support and help and mentor films that make a contribution to society. So our signature film that we're focusing all our attention on today is Basil Moore's film, Planet Glees, because we think that it's a really special film and makes a huge contribution to society. So we're here to support that. Carol, that's absolutely amazing. As you know, this is a small business show. I'm an advocate for small business. You're telling me that you took a for-profit industry (laughs) and you're funding it with nonprofit dollars you got to keep this going because this is incredible go ahead yes we're shifting the model today and innovative uh, producers directors creators like basil moore can really see how from the heart really needs to work with filmmakers and shift the model and basil moore is front and center with this model he's changing the model of having um So let's say 100% of your film funding be, you know, given through uh, people that want to invest into your film. Right now, we're working with major uh, nonprofit charity organizations, philanthropists that really just want to make good films, good films that shift society, shift consciousness, make change in the world, have missions, and they're donating to like Basil's film, Planet Glees, they're donating through From the Heart, getting the tax credit on behalf of the film and actually making a a contribution to society by donating to, let's say, Planet Glees. And that money is actually going in to make the, the film and uh, create the movement. And, and, and they don't care about standing over Basil's shoulder or watching what he's doing. They just want the artist to make the film the fastest they can and get it out there 
Uh, and it all comes from the heart. These people really care about the film. They care about the filmmakers. They care about the mission. And they, you know, write the checks through from the heart on behalf of the film, get the tax credit, get the, you know, accolades, get the executive producer credit, get to go to all the events, get to meet the stars, get to be a part of it, but not get caught up in, uh, you know, the paperwork and ownership of the, the situation. It takes the ego out and brings the heart back into the filmmaking and the filmmaking process. Basil, this is an incredible colleague you've got. You, uh, you know, you got finance Absolutely. in the room, which is really cool, okay? But, you know, finance normally, in my estimation in, in Hollywood, was very kind of cold, austere, right? Bottom line kind of stuff, right? You've got a heart in the middle of money. Tell us how you guys got together. This is amazing. Carol is an incredible colleague. I agree with you 100%. You know, I mean, uh, Carol and her mom, they're both called Carol, by the way, um, are running this uh, nonprofit organization because they found um, a hole in the business of filmmaking. Filmmaking uh, is an art that is a form of a communication, a communication that shouldn't be censored or uh, manipulated by corporations. Um, corporations have been uh, really manipulating and censoring the voices of people for centuries. Um, and I'm not saying that... Um, uh, they're all bad. I'm not saying that corporations are evil or anything like that at all, because there are so many corporations like SpaceX or Tesla or whatever, that they actually have the, um, the goodwill to uh, look after the people. So, um, but at the same time, like you just said, rightly so, the bottom line governs the subject matter, governs the, um, the message that the filmmaker needs to be making. It actually compromises the vision of the filmmaker and the storyteller. Um, there are certain things that you cannot um, ever let an investor um, uh, not have. Like the investor must have ROI. That is like uh, a sacred, you know, law of investing. <laughs> and when you remove uh, money as the prime directive from art, you get a purer form of art, a purer form of messages that is being told to millions of people. Things that can never be funded by Hollywood can now see the light of day. Basil, you're surrounded by a lot of love on this movie that you've got coming up. It's almost like a phoenix coming up out of the ashes, right, of the pandemic. Tell us all about this incredible mastery film that you've got on the horizon here. I'm excited to hear about it. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, um, my love for astronomy that led me to filmmaking because of light and lenses um, got me into uh, focusing on one of the most important human beings that ever lived on the face of the planet, which is Albert Einstein, that talked about light. And he was all about what is light, the nature of light, the speed of light, what does light um, do to reality and, and um, how does the speed of light affect our perception of everything that we, we see or, or interact with. So uh, I wrote a script about Albert Einstein. It took, it took me about 12 years to write it. I, wrote, I started writing it um, from my notes that I was um, extracting from all the books and the research that I uh, read about Albert Einstein and all of his theories. 
Um, and I never thought that I would be writing a screenplay about him. All, all I was doing was writing notes um, and epiphanies uh, about what I understood from his psychological point of view. I was interested in his um, perspective um, almost as equally as the theory and the science, but the theory and the science is almost a secondary uh, focus for me. It was more about why this perspective was important to this particular human being. And that proved to be uh, a treasure of uh, epiphanies. Uh, I was able to understand that he understood that when light moves at 186,000 miles per second, it, it, it does affect how we perceive um, uh, reality, how our speed of consciousness is much slower than 186,000 miles per second. Um, it, it, so then we have the consistent illusion that there is something out there when there is now proof that we may not be seeing things clearly. It, everything may not be there. Uh, it just seems to be there because we're moving very slow in comparison to the speed of light. So after writing the script over and over again and, and refining it over the course of 12 years, I ended up meeting lots of really powerful Hollywood um, individuals that were interested in the screenplay. And by uh, the end of the, the phase um, of getting this project off the ground, I was able to understand that there are many facts that Einstein wanted to, wanted to know before he died, but he couldn't. And I took these facts and I studied them very well, which involved quantum mechanics and quantum theory and string theory, which uh, I can talk about another time. But the quantum field is an immense uh, and powerful groundbreaking theory that really reveals to us the nature of reality and why uh, something like Earth and you and I be on it and be conscious and self-conscious of how we are here on the planet, all that can be explained through quantum mechanics rather than just pure Newtonian or, uh, or uh, relativity uh, physics. So I took this information and put it into a film that is factually based. It is based on a real planet that is Earth-like, that has vegetation, oxygen, oceans, uh, plants, uh, everything. And that planet does exist in, in 1960s. At the end of the 1960s, there was an astronomer called uh, William Gliese, who was a German-Swiss uh, astronomer, who uh, discovered a star system that is not in our solar system about 20 light years away that had uh, several planets that was orbiting this dwarf blue cold star. It's a star that's a thousand times smaller than our own sun that's a thousand times cooler than our own sun. Therefore, it allowed this particular planet to orbit its own sun much closer because the temperature is not as high. So it's very, very close to this dwarf blue star. And it revolves around the star pretty fast because the diameter of the orbit is uh, much smaller than the diameter of the orbit of our orbit around the sun. So it is a very intriguing, and it's tidally, tidally, locked with its own star that means there's a side of the planet that's constantly exposed to the sun and the other side is never seeing the sun kind of like our moon to our earth that is an intriguing world and by knowing more and more about this world i started fictionalizing society 
I took the most utopian, perfect human society that we would want to strive to be and made it into a story. And that story is based on Planet Gliese and Planet Gliese will become the flagship to humanity to see how um, we would be as human beings and civilization and society if we were to follow every rule that we've ever made and everything that we could have ever strived for as a society, what would that result? If there are no more crimes, no more cheating, no more lies, uh, no more deceit, what would the world really look like? And that's the premise of how I described the society that inhabits Planet Gliese. Which would compare, which would give us a fantastic um, contrast when we watch the movie as as audiences living on planet Earth today. It would give us an interesting insight on how we're doing as human beings on this planet. Well, you're really coming up with what could potentially be a blockbuster here. Okay, I, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, uh, Star Trek, right? Boldly go where no man's gone before, right? Or Battlestar Galactica, when Lauren Green at the end of that series went, a shining star known as Earth, right. you know? Right. So, I mean, you're kind of tapping into it. Now you got Elon Musk. He wants to go to Mars. You got Beznos and you got uh, Branson just flew around, you know, in, in his, uh, his space capsule. So, I mean, you're really tapping into right now a real hot nerve uh, you know, in uh, in this world, and I'm really intrigued about what this screenplay is going to look like. You also mentioned to me that you were in collaboration with a couple of incredibly Hollywood uh, uh, producers, right? Uh, right now, that are, are working with you on this, right? Icons. So, uh, what's amazing um, about what's happening at the moment uh, on in the world is that out of the pandemic. Uh, Richard Donner was working on um, uh, a couple of projects with uh, Mr. Steve Perry, who's uh, produced Lethal Weapon, obviously, with uh, Donner. And um, obviously, um, uh, Donner worked on Superman, which was also produced by um, Mr. Elias Salkind and uh, Alexander Salkind. And these two producers happen to be the producers for Planet Gleeds. So it's an interesting dichotomy, and it's an interesting cosmic alignment, for lack of a better expression. It is an incredibly poised project to uh, reach people in a way that um, these are the minds that brought Lethal Weapon Superman, and we're combining them together. So we have the action, we have the superhero aspects, we have the science, we have the science fiction and the fantasy, all in one place. The power and the legacy of Richard Donner lives through the people that he worked with. And these are icons. Uh, Mr. Ilya Salkan is an icon. I've followed his career without even knowing that I would ever meet him one day. And I did meet him. So uh, not only I did meet him, but I'm working with him and it's <laughs> such an honor. And so is Mr. Steve Perry. And here we are. They are Steve Perry and Ilya Salkan, the producers of the Lethal Weapon franchise and Superman. Basil, now we understand why you're so doggone diversified in your bio, you know? I mean, you put out a lot of touch points, and boy, talk about fishing. I mean, you have netted some incredible names in the Hollywood space. It's very, very exciting. Let me ask you a question. We've got a few minutes before we go to break here. Real quick, how did you meet Ilya Sankhine? How did you meet Fred Perry? 
Mr. Elias Elkind uh, was a producer on a film called Young Alexander the Great, which uh, starred Sam Ewan, who's uh, a humongous star today uh, out of the Outlander, uh, the stars TV show that's been on for several seasons. And um, uh, I, he was the producer and I was the composer and associate producer. And I, I had the humble uh, opportunity to work with him um, on uh, several occasions, person to person, hands-on editing and doing sound and music and producing. Unbelievable, Basil. Listen, we're going to move to a quick break here. Basil, you have just absolutely flabbergasted me. You know, I've been doing a little <laughs> bit in Hollywood, but I'll tell you something. What you got going here, you got going, okay? We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Howering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business, Business Group Resources. Listen, if you've got an IRS tax problem out there, hey, I can solve it. How are you going to do that? There's a tax credit out there called R&D Tax Credit. Now, if you're way behind in your taxes and you're a bad boy, then you're not going to get it. But I'll tell you right now, if you're not, they go back three years in your taxes, grab that money, give you 6%, believe it or not, compounded tax-free interest coming back from the Internal Revenue Service. That's absolutely amazing. You need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875 and find out how they can put some money you're entitled to back in your pocket. Well, I'll tell you what, we're mixing it up with Basil. We're mixing it up with Carol. We're talking about a movie that's going to go way out of this world. We'll be back in two and two with more buzz for your business. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, on fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. 
Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, the audience, to call in live and mix it up with my incredible guest today, producer and director, Basil Moore, Carol Dean, who happens to be financed on his movie. And you need to pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on with us live on Business Watch. Well, I've got three watchwords, Basil, on this part of the show called meet, collaborate, and grow. And meet's real simple. You know, when I do business with somebody, and I've done business with a lot of people over the last 50 years, I got to like them. I'll tell you something, Basil. I like you. Carol. I like you. I'll tell you what, let's get past that one in a hurry. The second one is collaborate. And collaborate's where we get into a little sensitive subject called intellectual property, right? And that's the moxie. That's the essence of who we are as business people. And what we have to do is we have to find those fits, right? So we complement each other. And last but not least, which is important, is the word grow. You got to come up with a mechanism. You got to come up with a modus operandi so we turn a profit. Otherwise, why are we doing this to begin with, right? Does that make sense to you, Basil? Because I'll tell you something. Right now, I would really love to take what this copy of the show is over to the CEO of Voice America. So when you premiere this film, we got Voice America live streaming this across the network. What do you think, Basil? I think it sounds great. Carol. Does that help you in the finance department? Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we do a lot of events as well, uh, events by Billie Jean. She helps promote From the Heart and Planet Glees. And so we can also pull that in as well. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No problem. Voice America is well known in the Hollywood space. The only reason why they haven't been there for a couple of years is guess who? You know, I mean, California, which is now known as the Gulag. But that's another show. Basil. Let's keep moving on this movie, man. You got me excited. I, I don't know. I'm going to sleep tonight. It's, I'm, I'm a Trekkie, okay? I'm also a Battlestar Galactic, uh, you know, the cy- Cyclons or whatever the heck they were called. Are we going to have any of that in this movie? Or is there going to be the enemy on this planet? <laughs> well, well. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't want to say that. Uh, I, I really didn't um, subscribe to the concept that all aliens are bad. It's just kind of like saying all human beings are bad. Imagine that you're an alien on another planet right now talking about human beings visiting them. I mean, you, you can't really say that all human beings are bad. So, you know, um, this is kind of the same thing. So flipping it back to us, 
uh, we happen to be visited by the good ones in this movie. And um, they're the moral ones. They're the ones that give us perspective on who we are as human beings and what we're doing. Um, I just wanted to uh, really make it a learning, a psychological learning experience for the audience. I didn't want it to be a mindless, continuous, uh, wall-to-wall fight, blood, gore, and zombies and robots and aliens fighting each other from the beginning of the film to the end. I, I really subscribe to uh, the constitutional rights of every uh, American citizen. Uh, I love this country with all my heart and with every particle of my being. And I think the constitution is one of the best um, philosophical documents ever written. It's not very well written English-wise because they did it in haste. But nonetheless, the constitution gave America the uh, power to become a... Um, a land of liberty, not libertarians, but liberty. So we are uh, free to bear arms, free to uh, roam any part of the country without any hindrance. We are here to represent ourselves. We are we freed the slaves. We freed human beings from the um, the the debt and the political control of the old world. And these are the concepts that I wanted to take to a completely different height to the optimum possible height to the maximum possible philosophical and political uh limits so with that said um i believe that we have the right to bear arms but not to use it for every conflict that is the message part of the message of this film is that you can have weapons why not you you, you should defend yourself why not but you shouldn't use a weapon for every argument just as much as like you have the, the, your finger on uh, the hydrogen bomb, you can, you can launch a nuclear missile any moment. Not every single argument you have with Putin, then you launch a missile. Similarly, not every argument that you have, you pull the trigger. So with that said, it is a, it is a film that promotes non-violent means of resolution. We, with all my being and with all my heart, I really believe that humanity, if it embraces this philosophy and this concept of pushing for nonviolent means of resolution, we will be able to take civilization to a higher level than we've ever been before. We will be able to promote um, uh, things like um, fixing the, um, the socioeconomic status of every human being living on earth. Poverty would be abolished. Uh, politics wouldn't come into poverty. You know, every human being has the right to live and pursue happiness. That's the pursuit of happiness. That's, that's what the Constitution talks about. How could you pursue happiness when you can't find a little water, a little clean water to drink, or a little a bit of a fresh air to breathe, or a little food to eat, or a, a place to sleep? That's not the pursuit of happiness. That's not the Constitution. So um, that's, that's, that's the perspective. I'm not trying to say, let's take the money of the rich and give it to the poor. I'm saying give everyone the basic rights to be a human being on this planet. There is, there is no reason for, for suffering on this planet. So Maslow, I'm, I'm a nonviolent guy too. Okay. And I, I track with what you're saying right now, but I will say this, if you're going to premiere the movie in Chicago with the present state of affairs, you better roll <laughs> up there in a tank. Okay. Hey, listen, we got a live <laughs> call in right now. We got Billy Jean Easley. Hey, Billy, how you doing? Doing very well. 
Oh, my goodness. My publicist called in. How you doing, Billy? <laughs> doing great. I've been enjoying the show. Oh, cool. Listen, you put this show together with Basil and Carol. I did. Well, say hi. Hi, Carol. Hi, Basil. <laughs> it's great hearing from you guys. Oh, thank you for everything. Thank you for your support. We are just so excited about, uh, you know, our events and our, our next huge event that we have for the premiere of Planet Glee. So we got a lot of work to get ready for that. Oh, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Billy. You're Very welcome. Cool. You're welcome. Billy, and you got to make sure coffee. that you get me a hat, okay? Oh, definitely. Because if I'm going to get out there live, I don't want to be wearing a Voice America hat. I want to be wearing a Planet Glee hat, right? You, you can yeah, actually, no, I can I send can you one right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> I like it. Hey, in the remaining time in the show, Basil, you are being surrounded by some incredible talent here in Hollywood, okay? Uh, I said to you, you know, you're very diversified in your bio, and I think that's absolutely amazing. But, I mean, to attract this caliber of individual says a lot about Basil. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm humbled as well. Uh, I'm by no means... Credit uh, for being, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not an ego thing. I, I, there was no, no way I would say I'm equal to these incredible people uh, that uh, that that I've attracted. Uh, they're attracted because of the the uh, the goodness uh, and and the genuine and authentic heart that I give to the project. It isn't because of my ego or because of. Uh, uh, the promise of glamour and and uh, and incredible profits. Uh, this is a film uh, that's not going to make a billion, may may make a billion, but I, I'm not making it to make a billion. I'm making it to really genuinely share something very special with the humanity, uh, with civilization, really. Uh, and if I die tomorrow after making the film, um, it, it I would die happy knowing that I've left something behind, that my life meant something, that my life contributed to society for a very long time instead of just living smooching on some food and, and getting rid of it and, and dying. Uh, that's just, that's it. That is really the prime motive behind um, wanting to make something uh, so uh, good for humanity. That, that's really, so what it, so yes, uh, I, I am honored by uh, every single individual that managed to understand and grasp the concept of what I'm trying to do. And I'm honored to have them uh, be advocates and ambassadors for the message. And uh, it, it isn't uh, all me. I don't take the credit uh, for everything. Uh, I, I give the credit back where it's due. Uh, Mr. Elias Salkind is an honorable human being who's a moral human being who believes uh, in uh, similar beliefs as I and as well as Mr. Steve Perry, as well as Carol Joyce and as well as Carol Dean and as well as Billy. And, um, and the team uh, keeps growing, and we have now an incredible team of visual effects artists that are from all over the world who uh, can, are contributing to the film uh, in, with the technology that we discussed earlier uh, in a way so that we could have a result that's comparable and, uh, you, know, you know, in competition with the levels of visual effects that we could have uh, with a Marvel movie or a DC Comics movie. Uh, for a lot less um, resources. Uh, so that's between the message and between the technical individuals, we have a treasure, uh, a pillar in the um, motion picture industry. It's going to be a historical moment when all these people get together and actually produce this film. Wouldn't it be cool, 
uh, Basil, if uh, Elon Musk stuck you on that <laughs> rocket and took you to the moon <laughs> and maybe uh, did something on this. I have no idea. I don't know why that's going through my head. But it seems like we're becoming very space conscious right now. You know, we got a few minutes here before we end the show. Basil, what would you like to say to my audience about your upcoming movie? I would like to say that this is a movie that's going to lead me to be the first filmmaker to make a movie on the moon, just like you said. I would like to be the filmmaker to make a, uh, a fiction motion picture on the moon. But this movie is going to entertain you, is going to open your eyes to uh, the universe. That's what I would like to say. I like that. Carol, I've got a lot of small business people listening to this program. You've got a nonprofit. I bet you've got uh, maybe donors, obviously, in that category. You might have some small business people out there who might want to get in touch with you. Why don't you give them their contact, your contact information, please? Oh, they can go to fromtheheartproductions.com and reach us and uh, pick up the phone and call us. We're always here for them. But I do want to say one more last quote to Basil. Uh, Lightspeed Entertainment as uh, with Planet Glees is such an amazing film. He's he's beginning to say that the message is, is that we're all connected. And he's created this amazing tribe of Planet Gleesian, the community that's reminding us that we're all connected so that we can stop the encroaching AI, stop technology, and hyper-connect as humans. And watch this film and create, join the tribe and just be a part of Planet Glees. So... Go to planetglees.com, go to fromtheheartproductions.com, and give us a call. Thank you so you much. Know, Basil, I'll tell you what, I'll end it on this note. I'm sure you're going to go to casting soon, right, with these incredible producers that are surrounding you. I can't wait to see who you're going to have as the lead actor. And on that note, we have to take off here. Unfortunately, Basil, Carol, Billy, thanks so much for joining me on Business watch today. I'll tell you what, this is an incredible show. We'll get the playback up in about four hours. I'll get it out to you, Basil. You can send it out to your social media. Carol, you can do the same. And of course, my publicist is going to do that as well. Listen, you've been listening and thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-NUMBER-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z or go to my show host website, which is businessbuzz.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S, buzz.com. Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep next week's show a surprise because I had to interrupt this roster to interrupt that show. And let me tell you something. You're going to like it. I'll tell you, you're going to like it because I cut a joint venture with Senior Guide Magazine. Shout out to Senior Guide, Bill Abbott, Grace Abbott, bringing me A-lister senior actors and actresses. Hey, stay tuned. It's going to get real interesting on Business Buzz and Business Watch. Tune in. Next week, we're going to bring more guests and more resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.